Hello darlings, welcome to our last book club episode and our last episode of 2021. We can wave that year goodbye and we're not going to make any wishes for 2022, we're just going to hope it gets here, frankly. Just to let you know that the first episode of Dead Darlings main episode will be a few days late uh, next month just because of scheduling interviews and things in December. But we've got a cracking interview with Pete Bearder coming up and then we've got another really exciting interview lined up for February as well. So keep listening. Yeah, hope you've all had lovely Christmases. I appreciate this is a little bit late as well. Sorry about that. Welcome to, yeah, December. Um, and the the mess that it has been as we crash out of this year. But yes, hope you've had a lovely, joyful Christmas. I hope you've had a cosy Christmas. I hope you've had a safe Christmas and wishing you all the best for 2022. We will see you on the other side. Here is our very short this month book club looking at Christmas poems by Wendy Coates. See you soon, darlings. Hello and welcome to Dead Darlings Book Club. I'm Rebecca Cooney. And I'm Laura Hughes. And once again, we have no Hannah Hutzpah with us uh, because we recorded this all at the same time. Sorry to ruin the magic for you. Skeleton, Skeleton staff. staff. That's what happens in December. This is it. People are busy. This is it. This month's book is Christmas Poems by Wendy Cope, chosen by Laurie. Laurie, I think I can guess, but why did you choose this book? It's December. It is. <laughs> is the reason I chose this book. And frankly, I thought I just want a nice, cosy little... Christmassy collection to finish up the year. This is a collection of poems by Wendy Cope, who is one of the, my favourite writers of all, I think. And this is not a collection in the sense of Wendy Cope sat down and wrote it. It's a compilation of various poems from different collections that were brought together into this nice edition that came out, I think, a couple of years ago on Faber and Faber. Uh, it's like if somebody made an album of all of Cliff Richard's Christmas hits, except yeah. infinitely better because Cliff Richard's Christmas yeah. hits are shit. Also, that would just be a maxi single, as it <laughs> would have been called back in the day. Um, I mean, honestly, that sounds like a period product, frankly, but okay. Mm-hmm. We're getting sidetracked we by Cliff yeah, Richard we are, again. We are. What is he that doing was a callback. to us? That was a callback to the main episode. If you want to know what we're going on about, go back and listen to the main episode. Anyway, yeah. what was I saying? You were saying um, it's a nice little collection. It's a nice little Christmassy collection. Two years ago, I was in foils and looking for gifts, and I saw this on the till. And what I can't remember is whether I actually bought it for my partner or whether they bought it for Aww. me from that Christmas. But one of us, I'd seen it beforehand and either bought it for her or she went and bought it for me separately. We can't quite remember between us who bought it for who, but it's a lovely little book of Christmas poems. It's a gorgeously yeah. presented collection. The artwork is stunningly good and it's on this really thick paper. What I like about it is the shape as well. Like it's it's presented mm-hmm. as it's a little hardback book and it's like it's like a ladybird book or like a learning to read book, which given that mm. she was a teacher for years is really lovely, but there's just something very satisfying about this little this little yeah, ladybird book type book in your hand as a poetry collection. I just I found that really delightful. I'm not quite sure why. It's a beautifully like tactile collection. The pages are thicker than most mm. than most collections and it's almost card. And they've got these beautiful full-colour graphic design illustrations, which are by an illustrator called Michael Kirkham. And they just feel really... It's it's the kind of book you pick up at Christmas and go, oh, this feels 
special and Christmassy. Yes. And I love that about it. Which is not even talking about the poems. No. But yeah, no, and I think I think there is something about the experience of the book that, you know, there's a lot of work has gone into that, so it feels weird not to talk about it as well though. Definitely. Yeah. And it's not a long collection. I, I no. reread it today in my lunchtime and finished it in about twenty minutes. It's really short, but but sweet, I think. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But then also some of them, because it's it's a lot of sort of rhyming poetry and quite mm-hmm. kind of the tone is quite kind of playful and it feels a bit sort of, it, it, it kind of lulls you into a false sense of security because you've got these kind of these, these kind of cheery rhyming Christmas poems. And then, so there's one called A Christmas Poem. A Christmas little children sing and merry bells jingle. The cold winter air makes our hands and faces tingle. And happy families go to church and cheerily they mingle. And the whole business is unbelievably dreadful if you're single. Which is just, yeah, it just very much undercuts. Like, this is cute and fuzzy (laughs) and Christmassy and it rhymes and it's kiddie. And God, being single, shit, isn't it? Like, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, but it's also it's also not cynical. No. It's it's not like a uh, yeah, I hate it. It's like it's like just a little gag at the end yeah. there, you know. And you're right. There are some that are more serious. There's one about Bethlehem and and about you know the conflicts in Israel and Palestine and you know the just the weirdness of how somewhere so holy can have such awful conflict. And but I think there's a real there's a real joy in all of Wendy Cope's writing, um, not just this um, little collection that really, I don't know, I find very spirit lifting. Mm. They've got her, um, another one of her like collected works, which is called Two Cures for Love, which is a really beautiful collection and just has so many good poems in it that are very simple and often very rhymy, but, but in a way that is is skilled and deft mm. and and doesn't feel like they are or they are i'm not afraid to say they're a bit twee mm. i think there's a difference trite. between those two things mm. yeah going back to what we were saying about the new ABBA record <laughs> i was talking and you know i was saying to my partner yesterday we were listening to the new ABBA record and i we were talking about how the lyrics of ABBA and other like non-first english language speaking artists often sound a bit funny mm. often sound a bit twee and i mean if i had bought an abba record and it didn't sound twee then i would be a bit disappointed <laughs> and you know like I, i'm talking about abba when i should be talking about wendy Cope. Yeah. but there's this there's this kind of joy to it and this kind of a sense of fun to her poems that i love yeah, absolutely. And so actually, I was listening to a really good interview with her. So there's a really good podcast called In Writing with Hattie Christelle, and she actually did an interview with Wendy Cope. And she's mm. everything you imagine her to be, actually. Like, she's very... There is something of the kind of old school mom about her, but she's very kind of... She's very wry, very funny, very warm. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's great. And she was sort of talking about how when she got her first collection published, Making Cocoa for Kingsley Amos. Yeah. The, like it, it achieved a lot of success very, very rapidly. So that was in 1986. And it just like, yeah, it really took off. And she said that she actually got a lot of backlash from um, other poets, from the kind of poetry establishment, quote unquote, like yeah. that they kind of were a bit sort of like, who is this woman with her sort of rhyming poetry? Oh, it's not really yeah. poetry. And people were very snotty and very kind of aggressive with her and, and, and really unpleasant about it. Um, yeah. 
you know, she said a student got in touch with her saying, oh, you know, I'm writing my dissertation about you, but my uh, lecturer said they wouldn't even read your book, so they didn't want to engage with my dissertation, which, yeah, I found really interesting. And I actually, it did make me think a little bit of our Rupi Kaur episode and Mm. that, you know, she is somebody that, you know, has had quite a lot of success and perhaps does something that a lot of people see as a little bit simplistic. And I'm not saying they're the same at all, but, you know, I think... There, there are interesting parallels there. Whether or not you know, I, I think I think yeah, what Wendy Cope does is is more complicated than 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 Rupi Kaur. And you know, I agree with some of the criticisms that are aimed at Rupi Kaur, even though I quite enjoyed her first collection. But yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Think... It's a really good interview. It's worth looking up. Hmm, I haven't heard it. I think Wendy Cope does stuff that's more complicated in terms of in terms of form, mm. like she does often work in form and and uses form in her poetry. But I also think, conversely, I think that Wendy Cope is not complicated in what she's saying in her poetry. Mm. I think she's very direct. I think she's very, like, down-to-earth is almost the best way to describe her poems. And there's this one, The Orange. I don't know if you've read that poem, but it's one of my favorite poems and it's just super simple and it's about her sharing an orange with um, a couple of co-workers and just enjoying the process of sharing an orange and it just ends with the lines I love you I'm glad I exist (laughs) and it's just very simple and I think that that feels very different to what I got from Rupi Kaur yeah. in that I thought writing in that collection that we looked at, uh, Milk and Honey, was even within being very short and very small poems, very kind of almost willfully obscure mm. at times. Whereas I don't really think that with Wendy Cope, I feel like I get I get what she means pretty directly. But probably that is why a lot of people are snotty and yeah. look down on Wendy Cope and her poetry because it is, you know, she works worked with with children. We know that she's very open about that, and it, and a lot of it feels like poems that are written for children and mm. written for younger people, and they are very accessible and direct, and in a way which I think will rub some people up the wrong way because they want they want the lay the layers and the and the other stuff going on in it and all the metaphors and everything that's complicated in terms of the content of the poems but i think that wendy cope if you're looking for that that's not what you're going to get mm. i mean which isn't to say she's not amazingly clever as a person <laughs> yeah. i mean as as a side note don't you have a poem or don't you have like a repeated motif about sharing oranges in your collection i just have one poem oh, okay. about it i, th- in, I feel like it came, um, comes up a couple of times there is a there is a epigram to that poem that repeats ah, okay. through the collection but that's i don't think i'd read that at the time oh, when i wrote it i can't remember i don't think i had i don't think i had since you ask <laughs> Um, yeah, sorry, I felt like I spent this evening just assigning you influences that you're like, no, like, not really. You, you had this influence, didn't you? You're basically yeah, Joni Mitchell be, meets Wendy Cope, this, right? This must be what happens <laughs> when you when you put anything out into the world, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love how you referenced this. I have no idea what you're talking about. But no, and I like, yeah, the poems here are very simple mm. and they are very direct and they are really, you know, they're often very funny and a bit 
they're not even silly they're just sort of warm yes yeah I think that's that's fair. And do you know, I found myself thinking, and this is going to sound like an insult, and it's not meant it at all. This would be really good for a secret Santa. Do you know? Yeah. I like, and I I don't mean that in a dismissive like uh, chuck it no. in the office way, but like this is actually a really nice. It like it's it's coming because like you wouldn't necessarily like I feel like oh it's the right size to go in a stocking or whatever, but then like why mm-hmm. would you want Christmas poems on Christmas Day? Whereas like yeah, I think it is designed to yeah. go in a stocking. Yeah. Like physically, it feels about right but then like office christmas secret santa where you're heading into christmas and yeah i think this would be a really really nice choice it's like the 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 illustrations like we said are so lovely they are they really add a lot to the poems Mm. i've seen some of them set out differently in in other collections of hers so but they they just everything looks really perfect here it's for like small but perfectly formed as a as a book which i really love i also got that same Christmas, I bought Caroline Duffy's Mrs. Scrooge, which also was in like a very small sort of stocking filler edition with really nice illustrations. And that was a, a nice, uh, another nice Christmas poetry collection. And yeah, I don't really have anything particularly deep or interesting to say about Christmas poems by Wendy Cope. I just thought it's Christmas. Let's have let's recommend a nice christmas book to our listeners yeah and i think i would wholeheartedly recommend this like it's 7.99 from faber and faber it is delightful it probably is quite a nice book to give to people who are a bit frightened by this poetry thing you do or you know yeah it's super simple it's super accessible and warm and direct and and the kind of poetry collection that can be enjoyed by people who don't read poetry also just a treat for yourself buy it for yourself treat yourself you deserve it it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful printing, mm. like, and we don't, you know, I know we've banged on about the the way that it's presented, but in this particular case, it's worth banging yeah. on about because it's a really beautifully presented collection. And that is out on Faber and Faber for $7.99, as Rebecca just said. Yeah, we would thoroughly recommend it. Definitely. Uh-huh.